Welcome, welcome back to another episode on Boss Babes Healing, where we are loving ourselves by healing. Yes, thank you for coming back. I'm so excited to be here in season two, but we're healing, we're growing, we're evolving, and we can see the change in our sisters and our brothers. It's such a beautiful thing. On this episode, we are diving right in on, ain't God been good to you? Why ain't you acting like it? Stay tuned. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Welcome back again. Here we are for another episode. And in this episode, we are speaking on if God's done it before and he's been good to you before, why can't he do it again? Why aren't we living in that energy, in that vein that God is going to do it again? And I myself have to stay right off the bat from experience. That's easier said than done, isn't it? I mean, you know... Sometimes we can get a little boggled down or ahead of ourselves or start second guessing and overthinking things. And, you know, we get in this vein where, um, you know, not victim, not woe is me, but just the problem seems to be so big and so right in front of your face that sometimes we forget that, you know, God did this before. You know, he not and he knocked it out the park when he did it, or God just showed up for me before. It might have been a different situation, but he still showed up. And sometimes that gets really hard to just, you know, actually have some nice, clear tunnel vision in the situation when it feels bad or doesn't feel good or doesn't look good or doesn't even look like there's any light at the end of the situation. You feel like the situation might overpower you or overtake you when God never gives us more than we can bear. You know, or you may be feeling like, wow, um, this situation is the same situation. You know, because that happens where this happens and that happens and this happens and that happens again and again and again. And you're like, Lord, am I ever going to make it out of this one situation? It keeps circling the block on me, you know? And sometimes in that situation, you gotta, you gotta, uh, ask yourself, do I keep seeing the same situation? Because there's a lesson that I'm not getting in the situation. Is there something that I need to, um, you know, really dial back and go back and assess because maybe there's something that God keeps allowing to happen and he keeps allowing me to go through it because he there's something that he needs me to grasp. And that doesn't mean you go through it alone and you stay confused or you're like, well, where do I go from there? That's when you actually ask God, show me, easy as one, two, three, show me, you know, where... Am I going wrong in this situation? God, show me what is the lesson that you need me to show up for so this situation doesn't come back around again. You know, sometimes we'll feel like, oh, well, you know, we dated this guy, we dated this girl, and whew, we're out the woods with with them. You know, we broke up with them and we done moved on. And then here comes someone again who has the same mannerisms, the same attitude, the same. And it's just a different face. And it's like you didn't learn the lesson the first time with that person. You know, you didn't accomplish what you were supposed to in that season, in that situation. And so here it is back around again. And life goes like that. And so there are many different situations where they could be the same. There are some where they could be different. There are some where they could seem like it's the end of the world and they're so colossal and we're just not gonna make it out and that's what we're here to talk about and so let's slow it all the way down what does it look like when 
you have a situation in front of you and you're healed already? Do you handle situations that are that are heavy, that are wrong, that are bad, that are tumultuous? Do you handle them differently because you're healing them from you're dealing with them from a healed place? You know, let's talk about it. I believe that something can be hurting us, something can be bothering us, but if we've gone through certain things and we have this healed frame of mind that God is going to do it, we have this healed frame of mind that nothing comes to me that I can't handle, you know, and that God is not going to step in with me and he's not already here with me in this situation because everything we go through, let's face it, God is right there with us. He's there. He greater is he that's in you than he is in the world. He's in you. He's there through his Holy Spirit, through the divine Holy Spirit. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. And we sometimes um, carnally look at things as though you're alone and you're in this by yourself and you're absolutely not. You have the upper hand because you who know God is real, believe in God, love God and lean on God and not your own understanding. Know that he's always there with you. Know that he loves you and he wants you to be stronger for the next season. And so these situations don't show up to kill us. They don't show up to devour us. They don't show up to swallow us whole. They show up just to make us stronger. They show up because something new and better and bigger is coming. And God needs to know that we're going to be able to sustain. We're going to be able to remain in the blessing. You know, we got to be prepared for the blessing. And so sometimes that'll come with situations that are not so easy to chew on or not so easy to live through, you know, actively. Sometimes those situations can get us feeling like, you know, staying in or not eating properly or, you know, um, just not taking care of ourselves or the day-to-day things. And they kind of swallow us up when... They didn't come here to do that. They came to strengthen you and to make you better. And so you really got to take a look at not just the situation, not just how you're handling it, not just are you, you know, approaching it with a healed frame of mind, but how are you handling everything else in life? How is everything else going? Are you showing up how you need to show up for your children or your husband or yourself or work or that business? You know, that situation should not have you in such a chokehold. And I know there are some hell of a situations, literally, that's where they came from. <laughs> there are some hell of situations that can make you feel like, you know, it does have you in a chokehold. And you are not, um, you know, really giving 100% of yourself in every area of life. And con- things kind of, you know, get cut off or other things get more of your attention or your love. And then some other things you're lacking in. And so we want to be well-rounded with not only how are we dealing with it, but how are we creating balance around dealing with this problem in all the other spaces in our life? And how do we get to show up for ourselves? Because, you know, a situation can happen where... Maybe you had two incomes and now you're only down to one, you know, and it's like, wow, this is a lot on my plate. Do I need to get another job? Can I still run the business? You know, how am I really going to um, show up for my child or my children the way I need to and still love on me, you know? So it's like, where do we create that balance? And we just take it one step at a time. We take it in bites instead of trying to, you know, eat the whole plate and cut big pieces to get it done and over with. We take it bite by bite and size by size. 
you know, and we chew on what we can actually uh, stand, what we can actually palate, what we can actually, um, you know, digest so that we can take that next bite at, you know, the, you know, the next day at that same situation. And so, yeah, that's my take on, you know, dealing with a situation that seems to be heavy or seems to be overpowering you is to take it one day at a time, take it one bite at a time to realize that maybe you might not have the help you want or you need, but God is there with you. And if you ask him something, he is going to absolutely answer you. I live that myself. That's not something I read in a book or I heard. That's something that actually works for me. And so I'm only giving you tools that actually work for me. And um, I know God to be very real and very true. And I know that he will surround you with his love and he will hold you like a mother, like a father, better than a brother or sister. And he will absolutely be there for you in um, the worst of times when no one else could be in your corner. And maybe you do have someone in your corner, but they don't quite understand because it's your situation and not theirs. And so you might feel some support, but not the full support. God is there. God is the breasted one and he can be whatever you need, whenever you need him to be. And so I would absolutely, absolutely, absolutely tell you to hone in on the God that is real, that loves you, that is there with you because he will never leave you nor forsake you. He's a God that doesn't sleep nor does he slumber. So if you're up late at night, if you're not getting the rest you need, he's there with you. If you're really there battling something out and feeling like you got to fight this alone, step back. And ask yourself, is this even my battle? What position do I play in this battle? Am I supposed to stand still and let God be God? Is there something I'm supposed to be actually attacking and fighting? Am I supposed to be fighting with prayer? Am I supposed to be fighting with reading the Bible? Am I supposed to be uh, fighting with getting stronger in certain areas of my life? You know, and really um, honing in on what my position is in this fight because that in itself is winning the battle. A lot of times we can have a bad situation in our life and winning the battle can just be knowing what part you play in it. And sometimes you're taking on this bigger piece and this bigger part and this bigger bite that you are not called to take on. And now it seems overwhelming and now it seems stressful. Now it seems like it's bearing you down because you absolutely bit off more than you could chew because you, and you weren't supposed to. You know, we can, like I said, you could have any situation in front of you. And the one that I'm using is you had two incomes and now you have one, you know, and it's like, well, ask God, where is the job for me? Because this one is not working. Maybe we assess um, that this job is not covering everything. There has to be a job that does because God will not leave you nor forsake you. And God is your provider. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is Elohim, the God of peace. And he does not want you to not be at peace. And so in order to create that balance, we're creating peace. We're creating um, healing. And we're creating um, a frame of mind that we know that um, we have more than enough. We're creating a frame of mind where we know that God is our um, provider. That he is our shepherd and that we want for nothing. And so if we want for nothing, then we need to go to our father and ask him that. And in this situation, I'm talking about someone who doesn't have 
uh, anyone else to go to. If you have someone else to go to and you have other resources, then, you know, you're absolutely calling them up and tackling those resources. And sometimes a situation can take you in such a chokehold and it can take over so dramatically and so heavy that you can have resources you don't reach out to because now the battle has become in the mind because the situation is so heavy. And, you know, you'll hear thoughts like no one's going to help you. You'll hear thoughts like no one's going to show up. You'll hear thoughts like, well, you know, who are you and what have you really put out there for anyone to come back and help you? And all those thoughts are lies. All those thoughts are the enemy. And that enemy can come into the enemy and become thoughts. And now you're thinking them and you're taking them on as if they're your own thoughts. And it's not. The enemy has power and a power that he has is he can come in and um survey thoughts he can astral project or other people can astral project um things into your head because they see you're down and they want to bring you down even lower because of how they think about themselves or how they really don't um love themselves so they kind of play on the situation you're in and now you have all these things in your head that you're not sure where they came from or why they even showed up in the first place and so you're, you have this big situation in front of you where you have one income now. And so now the enemy wants to come and attack on the mind because the mind is the head. The mind is the leader. The mind is the top. The mind is the um, front of the snake, so to speak. And if you can defeat the head, then you can defeat the rest of the body. And so that's absolutely the aim that the enemy has in this season. He is attacking people in their mind and their their finances are attacked and uh, their families are being attacked and different things of, you know, that nature are happening in all around the world in people's lives and their families in their living rooms all by themselves. And the second thing that he goes for is your mind and that is to get you alone. He attacks your mind so that you feel like you are alone and you're by yourself. He attacks you in your mind so that you feel like wow these thoughts are really overpowering and they're really overtaking me and um it feels like a weight it feels like now you're being brought under and you don't feel like you can breathe you feel like you're being drowned by these thoughts and I'm here to tell you that they're not your thoughts and you have every right to throw them out you have every right to tell those thoughts to leave you as yourself are a building you are you have a citadel which is your core your middle you have a capital so you have a capital which is your mind you have a citadel which is your core your soul your spirit and your body is a building and all those things have a jurisdiction and you have every right to tell the enemy in those thoughts that you don't have jurisdiction here and you have to leave you have to go you have every right to empower yourself to stand up strong again and let them know you can't knock me down you can't take me over i was not born to lose god did not bring me this far to leave me here i've gone through so many things i've been knocked down time after time after time after time i've been knocked down by my mother i've been knocked down by my brother i've been knocked down by someone who i called best friend and the second that i turned my back i found a knife in it i've been knocked down so many times and i got back up So now here's a situation in front of me where it's different or it's the same or it looks the same, but it has a different face, whichever way you want to look at it or whichever way uh, it's presented itself to you. And God was good then. Why isn't he good now? God's grace was sufficient a year ago. Why isn't God's grace sufficient today? 
God showed up before you before and he destroyed those enemies and he moved that thing out of the way and he showed up with a new job for you that paid and took care of everything before when your partner said, oh, we needed some time out. He showed up before. And so a lot of times in life, we have to look back at back then, not to see how bad it was, not to see how um, we were overpowered or how it got on our nerves or not to look at the negative, but to look at the positive and to see how God is really real and how he really showed up for you. And so it's those times, ladies and gentlemen, it's those times, my brother, my sister, it's those times where we take a glimpse back and we say, if he did it before, then he must have loved me. And if he loved me, then I know his mind hasn't changed about me. God's mind don't change about you. He still sees you as a, as a star. He still sees you as a winner. He still sees you as his shining light. He still sees you as the apple of his eye. He still has a plan for you before you were even in your mother's womb. In Psalms, it says that he's the one who took you out of your mother's womb. So he helped birth you. Oof. Spiritually, naturally, he helped birth you, bring you into this realm, into this 3D world, into this place with a plan. So let's tap into that. That he cared for you so much that he wanted you to carefully intricately come into this world safely that he guided you through with his hand from your mother's womb so he had a plan before you entered there he and then after he that plan he made sure that you came through and with healing and with blessings and with grace and with a plan he made sure that you came through safely and year after year after year after year after year, he makes sure that you're still standing at the end of that year. He makes sure that you're still alive. You still have food on the table and clothes on the back and the roof over your head time after time. So if his grace was sufficient enough to move mountains for you, to bring you through, why on earth, why in hell wouldn't his grace still be sufficient for you? Now, in this present moment, with tears coming down your eyes, with your fingers, with your hands clenched in a fist because you want to hit that wall, with all the anger that you feel inside of you, his grace doesn't exist. With your sleepless nights and you want, you want sleep so bad and you're like, God, when am I going to be able to rest my head with some peace? His grace isn't sufficient then. When you're feeling like, Lord, I'm feeling like the world is against me at this time. I'm feeling like there's so much on my shoulders at this time. I'm feeling like this problem may not go away. I don't know. It's been here for a while. It seems to be looking like it's in charge instead of me. Is his grace not sufficient then? Because if something wanted to kill you, it would just do it. But it doesn't actually have the ability to. And so not only is he giving you a plan, not only is he bringing you through to life, he's absolutely helping you to sustain life by giving you life and life abundantly. 
and whatever thinks it has a chokehold, whatever thinks that it's in charge, whatever thinks that it's going to overpower you, whatever thinks that's going to kill you and take you down, doesn't have the jurisdiction to do it. You're his vessel. You're his child. He's in charge. And so whatever the situation is, whatever it feels like, whatever it may look like, I'm here to tell you, it's not going to last. Joy does come in the morning. And so we're going to move forward boldly. We're going to look for the doors that God has opened for us because we have open doors. The situation wants you to believe that you don't. The situation wants you to believe that there's no light when there is a light at the end of the tunnel. There is another side. And we're going to get to that other side with pride. We're going to get to that other side boldly. We're going to get to that other side with all the tools that we learn through the situation. So that this situation never happens again. Not only does it never happen again, we get to teach others. We get to bring others up on the other side. We get to tell them, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, it hurts. Yeah, that thing punch in your mouth, it hurts. It'll knock you down, sis. But here's how you get back up. And so we go through these situations not just because we want to, God wants us to be stronger, but so we can build somebody else up on the other side. But we need to know that there is another side. And so I, as I end this week's episode, I want to encourage you to know that there is a light, there is another side, that honesty and integrity and good health and uh, faith and discernment and a smile and that travel that you want to travel to and those places that you want to go and that real, authentic, true, genuine, unconditional love that you want to feel, it exists and it's here for you. And all you got to do is start looking for the door. And you look for the door by asking God, where's that door? You look for the door by asking God, what do I need to learn in this situation? You look for the door by asking God, help me hold my hand. Let me take this one day at a time, one step at a time. God, I, I, I can't do this alone. I won't do this alone. Every time I try to do it alone, I fail. So hold my hand and he'll show you that door because it's real and it exists. And when you get to that door, I'll be there waiting for you. I love you. I trust you. And I know you're going to make it. Until next time. Later.